Hey Momo, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom Show. I'm so glad you're here with me today. You may have noticed I did not drop a new episode last Friday as I was in, on vacation in Arizona. And so I am back on for you and have an amazing um, series to share with you. And what you will learn in this episode through, of course, the impartation of the Holy Spirit is knowledge that can radically change your life and the lives of your family as it has mine. And I pray that it just um, blesses generations to come in your family legacy. And in this episode, I'm sharing part one of the recording of the Be Equipped to Win the Battle Against You and Your Kids Spiritual Warfare in Motherhood workshop that I hosted in the Rooted Working Mom Facebook community. So if you're not in there, Mama, please come join us. Um, You can just head over to Facebook and search Rooted Working Mom community and we should pop up or you can go to bit.ly forward slash Rooted Working Mom community and join us there. In this two-part series, you will learn what spiritual warfare is, why it matters, and why the enemy targets you as a mom. You will learn how the enemy deploys his strategies against you and your kids. You will learn how to win the battle, and um, we cover your God weapons. You will learn how to rise in your God-given authority and take authority over your atmosphere of your home and your kids. And this is something that I wish I had learned Many, many years ago, I wish I knew about these strategies of the enemy and the power of God's weapons, those that he has given us to defeat the evil many years ago, because it has absolutely changed the way I mother as well as how I live and how I intercede and pray for others. So I cannot wait to share with you right now. So grab your journal and your pen because you're probably going to want to take some notes. But before we dive in, I have a question for you, Mama. Are you just so ready to be done with stress and overwhelm and exhaustion and fear and feeling like you're just not doing enough as a mom? Does your heart desire to step into a bigger purpose in your motherhood, to connect with your kids more deeply and to shepherd them and steward their lives in such a way that they are able to fulfill God's purpose with more patience and peace and joy and fulfillment. If this is you, mama, then the Rooted Motherhood Method, shepherd and connect with your kids through kingdom parenting as a busy working mom parenting course is for you. You will learn how to grow your personal relationship with God as a busy working mom, how to get clear on your purpose as a mother, how to shepherd and connect with your kids through kingdom parenting, even in those tiny cracks of your available time, how to cultivate and create kingdom kids that know God and further his glory. You will learn how to create a legacy in your parenting where there will be generational change and blessings for many years to come. So head over to rootedworkingmom.com 
forward slash course and um, check it out there, mama. I pray and hope that you will answer God's calling to just go deeper in your motherhood so that you can enjoy motherhood as it was intended by God and that you just mother with so much peace and love and patience and effectiveness and fruitfulness again head over to rootedworkingmom.com forward slash course for all the details Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. All right. So welcome to equipping for the real battle, spiritual warfare, being equipped to win the real war against you and your kids. I'm Cynthia Castro. If I haven't met you, welcome to Rooted Working Mom. We are going to get started because this is going to be so exciting for you. Again, we're talking all about equipping for the real battle, which is spiritual warfare. And this is something that I wish I knew about like so many years ago and just recently been truly um, just kind of learned it. And I'm like, I got to share it with all moms and and you might already have a foundation of this. So it might be um, some refresher, but I also just want to share from my mama heart to your heart, just really what has helped me. And, um, you know, I'm not a spiritual warfare expert by any means, but I have my own personal experience to share with you. So with that, let's dive right in. We're going to give you some foundational pieces. And um, first, we're going to start with what is spiritual warfare? So what is it? If you look at different definitions, this is the one I liked best by Drew Larson from Inner Varsity Ministries. Um, he says, spiritual warfare is the leverage of Satan, everything that God, um, the leveraging of Satan, rather, everything that God promises against everything that opposes God's promises. And so like, okay, what does that mean? To me, it's an invisible war for our hearts as the forces of evil, like dark versus light, attempt to turn us away from God and separate us from him and all of his graces and goodness that he is wanting to to give us. 
when we look at the Bible, because the Bible is the word, the word of God. And so I always have learned to back up all of my um, beliefs and what I hold to based on God's word. And so if we look at Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 12, Apostle Paul is telling us, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities and the unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So he's being pretty direct here. He's saying, be strong in the Lord. So he's telling us what to do. He's not like suggesting it or highly recommending it. Like this is a directive. Like we are to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power and to put on his armor. So that way we will be able to withstand firmly against the evil strategies. And it shows us here that, you know, We're not fighting. It's not your kids. It's not your husband or your um, family member, your coworker. Like there are evil spirits or evil principalities and authorities that are um, fighting against us. And so like, why does this matter? And why does the enemy attack moms? So let's jump into that. So if we look at the Bible again, the word of God, which the word of God is alive and it speaks to you and it's God's way of speaking to you. Um, we look at John 10, 10. What does it tell us? The evil one saying comes to do what? Kill, steal, and destroy. But God has come to save and to give life abundantly, right? And so clearly we know that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so we know he is the like king of lies. And so there is an unseen war raging in our homes. And so I'm going to start with the, from that premise that we, that we believe that there is an unseen war in our home. Why moms? Like, why does the enemy attack us? Because mama, you are such an essential part of God's plan and purpose because we are the stewards of our home and the enemy knows that we are light and that we are God's chosen ones. And if he can get to us, then he can disrupt our family, which means he's, you know, coming to kill, stone, destroy and being successful in that with, with more, with more people. So that is why this is so important. And also, you know, Because the enemy knows that the Holy Spirit lives in you and that God has given you spiritual authority over your children and then also your atmosphere. And so whether or not you believe that you have this power, that you have the Holy Spirit in you, like the enemy knows you do. So he doesn't really care if you believe it or not, which I think he does a little bit because it it kind of, if you're not using your power, right. And this is today, we're going to teach you all about that, but he is fighting against it because he knows that the Lord is truth and that what he says comes to pass and that it has power behind it. So that is why we get attacked spiritually as moms and as the, um, kind of steward of, of our home. And so next I want to chat about how does the enemy do this? Like, how does it all work? The enemy tries constantly. He he doesn't let up. He's always trying 
to strain, break up and destroy relationships so that we are distracted from our calling. And that again, he separates us from God through this demonic oppression. And I want to say this, I want to, I want you to know this information, not because I want you to be afraid of it or to be scared. Like the Bible tells us, do not be afraid over and over and over, over what, 365 times in the Bible, right? So I want you to be equipped and empowered so that way you can be in a position to stand up and to use the power of the Holy Spirit that God has placed in you. So please approach it from that heart posture and that lens because you are going to be victorious. The enemy tries so hard to um, create all of the negative things, right? And, and I will say there are some things that we create on our own and it's not the attack of the enemy, um, but we'll get into some of that here in just a bit. But generally speaking, speaking, when there's a lot of conflict, animosity, frustration, feelings of disrespect, offense is a big one when you feel offended, guilt, jealousy, control or manipulation over a situation or a person, condemnation, shame, pride, confusion, disunity, barriers, rejection, resentment, unforgiveness, um, the spirit of performance and really caring about what other people think to where it blocks you from being obedient in God's will. What else? Like super mental fatigue, um, physical exhaustion beyond like normal day-to-day, maybe just physical exhaustion or physical tiredness, judgment when you're judgmental, comparison, false identities, like walking in a false identity that's other than your God-given design, hopelessness, anger, addiction, sexual perversion, infirmity. So like sickness, various sicknesses, unworthiness, fear. And I think you kind of get it, right? So this is how the enemy attacks us. There are other things that I want to share. And again, I'm not the expert in these, but I want you to be aware of these because it has such a great impact in your mothering and in your um, peace in your home. God is the Prince of Peace and the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So um, I want you to be aware of this. And so when we look at word curses, right, um, these are different ways that the enemy might kind of get his foot in the door, if you will. And so I want you to be aware of word curses because the um, spoken word is so powerful. The Bible tells us that our tongue has the power to um, either kill or to um, bring life. That is in the Bible. Look it up. I don't remember what verse it is, but um, it's there. And so I want you to be aware of your spoken words to your children, because whether it's intentional or unintentional, sometimes um, they can have harmful, long lasting, just impacts of your kid, yourself, freedom, and your relationship with God. I'll just give you a quick example of a word curse that was spoken over me when I was little. I remember going to my teacher parent conference, I think it was like second or third grade. And the teacher telling my mom that Cynthia just had such a hard time with comprehension. You know, that's just something really hard for her. And like my whole life, I've been believing this lie 
that I'm not good at understanding and learning and comprehending things. When in reality, one of my biggest strengths that God has given me when, when I do strength finders is I'm a learner and I have belief. So that is the opposite of my strengths and my giftings from the Lord. And so you could see way back then the enemy was tormenting me from second grade about my ability to truly understand and comprehend and remember what I read and all of that. So then I've been, you know, really battling that my whole life. Not anymore because I've broken that off. So, so word curses. So be aware of what you're saying and what your children are hearing, um, because we do not want the enemy to get a hook at all in ourselves or in our children. If we're looking at strongholds or generational curses, these, you know, this can be maybe a little more complicated, but um, the family that we've grown up in um, and primarily for the most part, like the most powerful systems that will shape our influence, um, who we are. And in the 10 commandments, God says, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, pushing the children for the sin of their punishing, sorry, the children for the sin of their fathers to the third and fourth generation for those who hate me, but showing love a thousand generations for those who love me and keep my commandments. So the the Bible tells us that you know we we may we're impacted by the decisions and the maybe the disobedience of our family members um, from you know that were here before us. And then if we look at Deuteronomy um, chapter seven verse nine, it says, as stated above, curses can be passed down to the third and fourth generation. Sexual sin affects up to the 10th generation down the line, but the blessings, hear this, catch this, the blessings of obedience to God is passed down a thousand generations. So, you know, just trying to hit home that the obedience to God, like saying yes to what God is asking you to do is not only going to benefit you, but thousands of generations to come down your um, family generations. So we're not like personally guilty of them, but we we live with the consequences of the um, choices and the disobedience of our ancestors. And those generational strongholds or curses, um, you know, they can range from a lot of different things from any of those um, negative areas that we talked about, infirmity, jealousy, like mental health. I mean, you name it, like anything that's not from God, it could potentially be a stronghold or a generational curse, but there is power. I want you to remain hopeful here. The other way that the enemy like hooks us is through soul ties. But before we get to soul ties, let me just jump back a little bit. I want to just briefly talk about how to identify a generational stronghold. I'm going to recommend this book, it's called Freedom from Pastor Danny McDaniel. It's like super incredible if you are um, struggling with any of those strongholds or word curses or soul ties or any negative consistent patterns in your life. This is a book that I highly recommend. In there, he talks about how do you identify um, generational strongholds. 
He talks about it being a consistent pattern in your life. So if it's happening like once or twice or a few times, you know, it may not be this strong hold necessarily, but if you're like constantly battling X, then you may want to consider it as a stronghold. Let's see, um, like pressures within you, issues that come back regularly, any habitual or stubborn sin patterns. If you just can't break a sin, it could be a stronghold. Anything that is contrary to peace, faith, hope, and love. So anything contrary to the goodness of God, anything that lines up with any activity of Satan, witchcraft, any of that stuff, or any kind of like addiction or being out of control in an area, maybe being like super, like needing to control people or your kids or manipulate, like all of that. And if this is a consistent pattern, then it could be a clue that it is um, a stronghold. Okay. And then when you look at soul ties, soul ties, according to Pastor Danny McDaniel in the Freedom Book, says that it's an unhealthy spiritual connection that you form with another individual in the realm of the soul, which ties can come from an emotional attachment we had with an individual or a physical attachment with we had with that particular person. So it can be an emotional attachment, like with um, a friend, a parent, maybe a controlling parent. Or it could be an intimate relationship that maybe you had prior to being married or whatever. Well, I remember learning about this and I'm like, as soon as I learned about it, I like called Anthony and I'm like, we need to break all the soul ties from like anybody that we've ever been with before we got married. And like, it's impacting who we are and um, our ability to live freely and to get close to God. And so if you know anything about what I've been really um, helping people to do is to build that intimate relationship with God, because that is a foundation to mothering in peace and joy and fulfillment. And so what you can do is ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any unhealthy soul tie in your life that exists. And then you can ask the father and say, I, I, I want to break this off. Maybe your parent was like overprotective, or maybe there was like somebody in life that had a lot of rage or anger, oppression, et cetera. And so these ungodly soul ties, there could be good soul ties, but these are ungodly soul ties. They can negatively impact your relationships with your kids because they keep you in bondage and unfree. So I just want to hit that point on. And so what you can do is repent for that soul tie, renounce it in the name of Jesus and then break it off in the name of Jesus and just bless that other person, right? So you have to disagree with it, disassociate, break it off in order for it not to have that power and that control over you in your current life. Okay. So that is just the like tip of the iceberg. I just want you to know there's so much more for where that comes from. But again, if you want to dive deeper, get this book. I'm not affiliated at all with the book. I don't get any any money from promoting it at all. But I just want you to know that this has been a staple in our family. And it's been really life-changing for our family. So next is the exciting part. I want to let's jump into the equipping of um you know going back to Ephesians 6 um 12 through 18. 
I want you to know that God tells us, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. So again, this is not um, uh, if you want to, if you feel like it, if you have the confidence to, if you want to be obedient, maybe today and not tomorrow. Like it's a directive, mama. It's saying, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you can resist the enemy, right? Moving on. So it's like, okay, God gives us these weapons and this armor. And what does it look like? The Bible tells us, stand your ground, put on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up your shield of faith to stop the fury arrows of the devil. Put on your salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, right? So the other pieces are like armor, right? But the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the Bible, what's in the Bible is your offense. That's what you use against the enemy when he is trying to deceive you and lie to you about anything in your life, right? And then like the seventh one, the bonus, like the most foundational kind of, this is what kind of gets things into action is prayer. Pray in the spirit at all times. And then on every occasion, stay alert and be persistent in your prayer for all believers everywhere. And so this is what ignites and kind of puts things into action for us is our prayer. And so if you want victory over your life, if you want victory over your kids, over your marriage, over your finance, you have to be a woman of prayer. Just some encouragement there. This other um, version is from the message translation version of the Bible, which I absolutely, I, I really love. And it gives you a different kind of twist on Ephesians 6, 10, 18. And it says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you while made weapons of the best material and put them to you so that you will be able to stand up against everything the devil throws your way. This is no weakened war that will walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Mama, listen, you are up against far more than you can handle on your own. Like you have to take up the armor and the weapons of the Lord to defeat the um, spiritual battle that the enemy is like really strong against you. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in the ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your kids. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up. 
So that way no one falls behind or drops out. So that is the version of the um, message translation. And so I just feel like it gives a different twist to it and really, really emphasizes um, what God is um, wanting you to do and how you defeat the, the enemy there. And so how do you put on the armor, right? Like, how, okay, how do you do this? So you put on the armor by believing what God has done for you through Jesus Christ on the cross and the resurrection and the redemption of that, right? So it's like believing in God. And then you put on the belt of truth, um, which means that you have full trust in God's truth and what he says. Your breastplate of righteousness is what protects the core of your being from every spiritual attack, right? For every arrow that the enemy is throwing at you. And the breastplate covers your heart, which is obviously a vital part of your body, right? So through your mind, which we'll get into the salvation here in just a bit, but you know, your thoughts go into your heart and then it becomes your, your reality. And so when you're putting on the breastplate of righteousness, you're trusting in God and your um, helmet of salvation, when you put on your helmet, it is protecting your mind and your thoughts, because that is how the enemy gets in. As soon as he like throws this lie at you and you, you believe it, then he's like, oh, okay, I'm in. And then it comes down to your heart and then it becomes a belief system for you. Right. And then what flows out of your heart, it comes out of your mouth. Right. And so you have to be super protective about the thoughts that you have. Again, so, and we'll talk about taking every thought captive here in just a bit, but I want to just remind you, God's weapons, the word of God, the Bible, I don't think I have my Bible with me, knowing that God is sovereign, that he rules, that he's king of kings, that he, um, that every principalities, every person, every being will bow down to him. The power of just the name of Jesus, rebuking things in the name of Jesus, um, stronghold, word curses, soul ties, any lie from the enemy using God's name. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Like that itself is so powerful as a weapon. And then again, knowing that the Holy Spirit lives in you and that God has given you mama the authority, his authority in you to um, defeat the enemy. No more wool over our eyes. Like the enemy is not going to, to deceive us in, in any way, shape, or form anymore. Prayer is so key to all of this, which really is the way we speak to God. It's our relationship with God. Everything comes back to God's wanting us to build a relationship with him and us seeking him because mama, he is clearly seeking you. God is calling you in a much deeper, intimate relationship. And I really, truly believe that. All right. We are going to pause right there. I hope that you will join me next week for part two of Be Equipped to Win the Real Battle Against You and Your Kids, Spiritual Warfare and Motherhood. And my prayer for you, Mama, is that God gives you eyes to see and ears to hear so that Satan will no longer, by the power of Jesus, by the grace of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, no longer deceive you as he aims to do what the Bible tells us. 
kill, steal, and destroy you and your family. Mama, you can rest in knowing the battle is fierce and the victory is the Lord's. And right before we get off, I just want to remind you of all the great resources I have for you. We have free resources. You can check it out at rootedworkingmom.com. You can join our free Rooted Working Mom community, um, the Rooted Working Mom community over on Facebook. You can become a Rooted Working Mom insider. Join my email group and get bonus gifts, new podcast episodes alert, and special promotions and offers. You can do that at bit.ly forward slash RWM insider. You can get my five tips for a stress-free dinner time. If you need a solution to stop the dinner time stress, this is for you, mama. Um, you can DM me and um, I will send it to you. You can do that at um, Cynthia.p. Dot Castro or in the Rooted Working Mom Facebook community. And then also we do have the Rooted Motherhood Method course, Shepherd and Connect with Your Kids Through Biblical Parenting. This course is for you if you are ready to step into a bigger purpose in your motherhood and mother with so much peace and joy and love and fulfillment in a way that you've just haven't been able to, but your heart desires. You can head over to rootedworkingmom.com forward slash course for more info there. And so as always, God bless. See you next time. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way. I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.